in a world for friends. One mission to bring freedom to everyone involved. Dude, what the fuck are you doing? Doing a thing for the podcast. Just say the name. Fine. It's the Freedom Friends Podcast. Listen as if you could get a tomahawk with scalped potatoes. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to order that. <laughs> so we don't have scalloped potatoes. I didn't ask for I that. I didn't ask for scalloped potatoes, did I? I just want a baked potato with scalps. <laughs> just fucking just... <laughs> hey, boys, we're fucking live. Oh, no. shit. <laughs> well, we're... Yeah. Not even fucking close to live, but fuck boys. Uh, this is the Freedom Friends podcast. That's Scott. That's John. Hi. I'm Jazz. The 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 disembodied voice is Justin, because he's allowed to talk. I am allowed to talk. There you go. When Scott lets me. And we have a we have a you can talk, we have a peanut gallery a tonight too. So uh, off in the distance. So if we refer to people that you can't see, that's what's going on. Well, that's if you watch the show. Yeah. Anyways, uh, this is the Freedom Fred podcast, the most mediocre fucking podcast on the internet. And uh, we are proudly, proudly, most of the time, brought to you by Warfighter Tobacco. Uh, and you can find them at warfightertobacco.com. And if you use the code FTFO, you'll get that sweet 15% off your order. I, ha- I had somebody say, hey, the Freedom Friends code's not working anymore. Yeah, it is. I say that's because you don't listen to the show yep. regularly. <laughs> the Freedom Friends code works just fine. Yeah. Yeah. You're just not a you're just not date, a Freedom Friend. Apparently. Just not up to date Freedom yeah. Friend. Yeah. Uh, so, and once you have those fine smokables to help you relax, to uh, ease those pains away there in your muscles, if you go over to ohwellness.us, use that code Freedom Friends twenty five. That'll score you a quarter off your order for every type of CBD pain reliever you could look for. You got what? Freeze gels, roll-ons. All kinds of stuff. Pain patches, pain patches, tinctures. Yeah. You name yep. it. They got it. Plus, they're pretty half-decent people. Yeah, the lotions, massage oils. I don't need to hear about your fucking extra. I'm just kidding. I want to hear about your extracurriculars. Yeah. The, massage, the massage oil is money. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> feels like it's a race before numbness at that point, though. It is. It's like it's like the 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 Tynal PM race. That's pop Squid two Game t- Two. Yep. Pop two Tynal PM. Try to jerk off. See which. No matter what, you're. It's a win win. Yeah. True. It's fucking <laughs> fair. <laughs> fair. So, anyways, it's really awkward when your mom walks in your room, though, like halfway in the middle of the night to tuck you in. Yeah. <laughs> you passed out with your dick in your hand. It's really weird that your age, your mom's still tucking you in. Yeah, it is. I know. Yeah, what happens if you pass out? Like at that point, you just pass out with your dick in your hand? It's a win-win. No, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Nobody cuddles like myself. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, yeah. This is the fucking show. We, we uh, like we said, mediocre best. So, uh. We are sans Mikey today. Mikey's, uh, Mikey and Dave. Yeah, Mikey and his stunt beard are both out of town. They're, yeah. uh, they're out of town, so it's just the three of us. But it's okay. We're still going to make this work somehow. Yeah, we'll get through it. Yeah. You, like they say, you, you can't stop the clock. No. No matter what happens, we're going to run out of time. Yeah. We're going to have to end. Good or bad. Except yeah. you. Well, whatever. <laughs> I got to go home sometime. Well, when you exist outside of time, I don't know if that... Are you really worried about the clock? Speaking of time. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. It's my anniversary today. I've been married 22 years. Yeah, but you guys celebrated yesterday, right? We did, yeah. So yeah, yeah. twenty-two years. Yeah. 
feels like That's... time froze. <laughs> <laughs> 22 years compacted into 220. Yeah. I don't know how this is happening. <laughs> I feel like time froze. It's weird. I like, I feel like I stay the same age, but my kids get older. Yeah. Yeah. I have to, I'm with you on that one. There's a lot of times that I look at my age and I'm like, when the fuck did this happen? Yeah. Like, I don't, I just stopped looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, do you know what trip? So you guys know Bill. Bill and I met a couple days ago at a, at a Dunkin' Donuts just to have coffee. And we're sitting out, they have like a little patio area. We're sitting on this patio drinking coffee and I'm sitting there and it was like a lull in the conversation. So I could hear the background music. And I looked up and I pointed and he was like, or they got a little elevator music going or whatever. And I'm listening. And we realized that it was like that coffee shop elevator music style, like that acoustic recording or whatever of come as you are by Nirvana. Awesome. And it was like some chick with a acoustic guitar <laughs> playing this song. And I was like, are we this age that like, did we get old enough that this music has now become background Elevator, like these edgy, that's like grunge yeah. music is now being covered by acoustic singer songwriters for coffee houses. That's I, the age I've gotten to. There has to be there. There's going to be a class in in school, probably in high school, because that would be about the right age that goes over like music, good music, and that goes over good movies. Because I feel like a, a lot of the the younger generations are missing so many learning moments. Based on music and movies. Yeah. Uh, me and the wife just decided that on Sundays, we're going to sit down and make the kids watch some classic movies. Mm-hmm. We talked about that yeah, we, when I was at your house yeah. about actually having your kids go through some of these like the, these movies that like, everybody should see. It's full metal point. jacket. Yeah. You know, I found out probably a month and a half ago, Caitlin had never seen it. Really? Had never seen full metal jacket. And, Bill was at my house and we were supposed to, it was supposed to be game night. Yeah. And we found out she didn't, she had never seen full metal jacket. We stopped everything yeah, and put the movie on. So, I was like, well, well you're going to see it now. What, what, <laughs> pro- what prompted the conversation is we were cleaning out our storage unit. And, um, I found a couple, uh, autograph from Arlie, Arlie Ermy with me and Michelle in the yeah. picture at Chacho. Show. And, uh, kids were like, Oh, who's this? I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> sit the fuck down, boys. <laughs> you're about to learn today. <laughs> I love how he got that role, though. Yeah. Yeah. But he was just there to advise advise, and tell him how it was supposed to be done. And the actor couldn't nail it. And they were like, nope, this is how it's supposed to be done. And he walked out there and just like essentially just fucking made up the whole thing. You know what? I think I'm going to apply that technique to becoming a prop gun uh, master in Hollywood. I'm just going to show up and be like, hey, guys, you should probably take the bullets out of this gun first. No, you're over there. You'd be overqualified. I know. I, would, I think I would be. You yeah. wouldn't get it. Like, sir, you're you're too qualified for this. <laughs> um, we can't hire you. Yeah. yeah. As soon you, as you said, don't give real guns to actors, they're going to be like, oh, you know, too much. Like, we're going to need to, yeah, well, we're gonna wait, need to back well, you what? down here. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're way overqualified. For I this do job. like the fact that they're still calling it a prop gun when prop guns can't fire real bullets. Well, no, yes. because if they fire real, then it's a real gun. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't call them. Oh, a prop right. gun killed. No, a, the gun didn't kill anybody. The yeah. person holding so, it. No. Yeah. The gun did nothing. Alec Baldwin killed an actor. Like, I, I it's just I, that I, that's the way that this is actually much, should be safe. As much as I want to blame Alec Baldwin for this. 
It oh, is, it's very hard. For it's on the too. weapons wrangler. It's not yeah. on Alec Baldwin. I've been, I've, I've seen it. It does, yeah. it does not work that way. Where no, the, not at all. The talent makes sure the gun is clear. No, because then if you watch these movies, every one of them would be dead. But every every set with a gun should have a yeah. dead person. Yeah. <laughs> have now, you all seen that clip of Will Smith getting ready to do some movie? And some, I think it's the director pulls up a firearm and Will Smith slaps it away from the guy flagging Will Smith. And then he like empties the magazine, racks it to make sure it's clear, puts the magazine back in and then hands it to him. That uh, dude's that dude's been on so many movie sets and has actually been trained how to clear a firearm. Well, he had to do to it him. for awesome. all of bad boys. Yeah. Uh, I am legend. Like he's got a bunch where well, he I like actively but is I don't, carrying. I don't a think but. that. I don't think an actor acting around guns is where they, where he developed that. I think no, he it, it's actually, the secondary training. I think he actually goes to the range. Yeah. and you uses yeah. guns. And well, knows. you've yeah. seen all the. Have you seen all the stuff with Keanu at TTI? Oh yeah, yeah. And like, it, yeah, he does. He does all that for John Wick, but. Like you're not, but I guarantee but he's TTI, still. But TTI I guarantee, isn't training him movie gun handling. No, TTI no. is just training him gun handling. Like, and I, but I guarantee when he's on the on John Wick filming, he gets handed a gun and says go. About three seconds before the yeah. cameras roll, yeah. too. Like it's like it's everybody's a, set. They, they hand him the they, weapon they and they say go. They don't rely on him to no, like. It's make It's supposed sure. to be the yeah. weapons wrangler. Yeah. So really, it boils down to the weapons wrangler didn't make sure it was, it was good to go. It's still on Alec Baldwin for after it was cut, deciding to pull the trigger on the damn thing while it was pointed at somebody. Like, well, I, th- I think I heard he was shooting at the camera for yeah. a scene. So it was. And the, the person that was shot was the. The person behind the camera. Yeah. No. Uh, but yeah, yeah it was, I think it was a first AC that. Did but it. ultimately, it's still his fault. He's the producer and he hired a shitty. It does come down to. Yeah. I mean, a, sh- a shitty company. And that's the thing with that producer role is that it's and I'm going to throw this out there right now. If anybody in Hollywood that's making movies that doesn't want to just hire some random shitty team, I'll be the inter- intermediary. Put me between the actors and the gun and the gun wrangler. And I will make sure every time that it is in the proper state. Yeah, fuck. I'll get on that action. You know what I mean? And I went to film school too. So no, there you go. Fucking yeah. Both of you are overqualified. <laughs> y'all are y'all are talking a lot of shit for two dudes that don't have a conus kill. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alec Baldwin's you know got me there. I have. I own a shit ton of guns that have never killed a person. So yeah, I, I don't. I don't know who has more points. I guess uh, same. The anti-gun guy or the or me. The well, it's pro- like uh, who's a. Who's the dude from the Taken movies? Yeah, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson is like a huge anti-gun guy. Alec Baldwin is too. Has made, yeah, but Liam Neeson has literally made his entire career off of carrying a fucking gun. Yeah. Like his whole career has been off of him with a firearm. Yeah. And he's like a huge anti-gun guy. And it's like, wow, you like the profit they produce. Yeah. (laughs) Just not the concept, I guess. Here at Freedom Friends, we are pro two A. Actually, we're we're pro two A, and we're pro you not being a gun guy. Like we're pro fucking freedom. Like you're just not allowed to tell me that I can't have one. Yeah, yeah. You can do whatever you want. Just don't try to tell me what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't call any of us evangelistic gun guys. We should make a T-shirt. 
that says I clear my own guns. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but only right? if we make a second one that's female cut that says clearing barrel. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But we need to make one shirt. And it's for Alec Baldwin, and all it says is, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Can we send a shirt to Alec Baldwin that just says one shot, one kill? <laughs> How do you know it only took him one shot? I think you're you're giving him too much credit yeah. there. You think he just emptied that revolver? Well, just, yeah. All right. I mean, you're just sitting there just fanning it at the camera? I think so. We're just going to send like him a, a <laughs> we should just type up like an RCOM for a stateside kill. I don't know if it's award worthy. <laughs> <laughs> it's more article 15 type stuff here, I think. Do y'all think he's going to have like charges or is it going to be some no, way they'll rule it? So, there's yeah. actually a loophole in, in the state of New Mexico um, against accidental deaths on film sets. That you, they can't be, uh, essentially, they can't be tried, can't be charged. This is where we find out that this fucking dude didn't bring him his coffee with the right temperature or some right. shit, and he fucking smoked his ass. <laughs> well, it was a chick, but whatever. Yeah. I just want to know how many times this happened. You can be a female dude. How many times what? How many times this has happened in New Mexico if there's a law that's like, know. eh. I wonder. They're good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb here. I don't know because I don't know how to find the data. But. I think it's movie guns, movie prop guns, and serious injury and death is probably a higher ratio than real world gun violence. If you compare the percentage of guns versus the percentage of accidents. So you're saying like gun per capita? There's more deaths on film set than there is in real world? there's There's more prop gun death than... Actual, actual gun death. Actual gun death. In, in regards to prop gun death against total number of prop guns versus yeah. Yeah. actual firearm deaths against actual number, actual of, number firearms. of firearms. Well, yeah, because the, I think it's something like the number of firearms in the United States, there's enough where like every U.S. citizen would own three if uh, everybody owned them or something like that. I think like it's that. more than that now because every Christmas they break a record and yeah. every election and every whatever i've got a rough statistic for you guys okay uh an associated press report from 2016 determined that from 1990 until the time of the publication at least 43 people died on sets in the u.s and more than 150 had been left with life-altering injuries so that's just on set like there's a huge thing about uh look out for sarah because sarah got hit by a train because this set it was an independent film and they were shooting on train tracks and didn't like make sure that the train track was clear because <laughs> they were they were so it's called guerrilla shooting so you essentially just don't get all your permits right so you just go out and shoot and be like it'll be fine so this whole thing set up and she wasn't able to clear the tracks in time and got hit by a train and it killed her hmm. so you know, they, now i'm not gonna lie i don't know how the should, fuck you don't realize a train yeah, is coming they should make those things loud and like you can Feel yeah, the they should, they should give them like lights and a really loud horn, yeah. like, and maybe like railroad crossing. But, uh, <laughs> so, I mean, it's a shame that the girl died, but and she was like a, an assistant, like she wasn't even like. But uh, so I bet you it it probably counts all of those too. But is that just firearm or is that all? No, he was just saying deaths on set. I think that's just overall deaths on oh, set. Oh, 
And what was the number? 43 in... 143. 143 in 26 years. Or no, I'm sorry. 43 people died and then 150 had been left with life-altering injuries. All right, I might be I might be out of bounds then with my, with my statement. Well, didn't Team America World Police claim that Alec Baldwin was like a huge kept secret? I, like a well, huge kept lethal secret? They kind of did. And, but my biggest hope out of all of this is that Donald Trump gets to play Alec Baldwin on Saturday Night Live this weekend, though. Oh, that'd be amazing. Like, they should just reverse it. Because Baldwin's Trump was on point. <laughs> right? It was on point. <laughs> but like, I mean, I just, but it'd be amazing to have him play Alec Baldwin. It would be amazing to have Trump oh, Saturday so Night Live if you're listening. Good. It would be so good. It'd be so good. Oh, man. It'd be about as funny as all of that other political bullshit you've done in the last... 10 years i haven't watched it in no it's filth it's, years because it's, it's just garbage, garbage. Yeah. it's not funny no it's not funny yeah if you had trump playing alec baldwin though, i'd watch people, well people I'd, watch. i wouldn't watch i'd wait for the youtube clip to come yeah. out of just that segment that's then I'd watch it'd be that. all over social media all over <laughs> that'd be so great i'd just watch them <laughs> so uh i'm gonna give a public uh thank you to scott uh for helping me with my move this weekend because uh I'm I'm just glad the I brought the boys with me. Yeah, strong back, weak mind, man. Yeah. That's all we needed. Yep. I just kept handing them shit. Yeah. Take the. I don't know what to take. This go downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> Come back up and it was the same question. I don't know what to take. This go downstairs. It's like, like I can do this. The strong yeah. back, weak mind. There yeah. you go, man. I don't need you to think about shit. Just don't drop this. Take it downstairs. <laughs> Hand it to the person on the truck. They'll put it somewhere. But, yeah, uh, it, I appreciate it, buddy. It was it, a it was a workout. It was a, yeah, it was no good shit, though. Fuck. But uh, then we had a drink and a cigar, and we did. Which I almost wasn't ready for that drink because of the of yeah. The, you had a the, rough uh, you had a rough Friday night. Then you showed uh, up Saturday morning. So yeah, was, my Friday night wasn't half as bad as somebody's Friday night though. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did partake in some uh, adult beverages on Friday, but probably not as many as you guys did. Yeah, I'm not going to mention names, but I am going to tell a story. <laughs> it came a point where we needed to leave the bar. So we left the bar in a hurry. We had the, the girls close out. And we're standing out next to a, a vehicle owned by my friend I was drinking with. Uh, eventually... He had to pee, so he peed on his own tire. And about that time, the cop walked out and said, I hope you're not peeing on a tire. And he said, well, it's my tire. And the cop said, okay, whatever then, and walked away. <laughs> and uh, it was awesome. And uh, for that memory alone, thank you, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually kind of awesome. It's like, if you're going to piss on a car, piss on your own. I mean, what? what well, like, I know that cop's like, this motherfucker. And he's like, oh, like, you really piss on a tire right now? He's like, yeah, but it's mine. The cop's just like, well, yeah, okay, oh, okay. okay. Fine, fine. <laughs> well, fuck it. Yeah. If, he, if he wants to piss on his own car, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was a huge help, and I can't thank you enough. And uh, we are even half moved in. We're eternally grateful for that uh that level of help yeah yeah we got a lot done yeah, it was, yeah. it's a bunch of boxes and like a bookcase left. Well, i gotta move my yeah. humidor that's yeah. about it so yeah that sometimes you don't want to help with you gotta kind of do that on your own yeah i'm not 
I'm really not looking forward to unpacking and repacking that humidor, <laughs> but I love the humidor. Yeah. It's not that. It's not that at all. It's just that when your collection gets big enough and then you have to move it, you're like, fuck. <laughs> like, you yeah. start getting real jealous of the guys that just have like a desktop humidor. <laughs> no, like, no, I'm not. Yeah. No, no. Only when I have to move it. The rest of the time, I love having a giant humidor, but I, I like the humidor that I walk into that I can't that, really yeah, move. That's amazing. Yeah, it's semi-permanent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I had gone into a two-story house, I wanted to do one of the, because, uh, you know, there's that, like, dead space under your stairs. Like, every two-story yeah. house just has that dead space under the stairs. I've seen so many of them where people knock that wall out and then put in, like, a glass door, and they turn oh, the yeah. space underneath the stairs into a walk-in humidor. Right. And uh, I saw it, a guy that we used to call Triple B up in this was the first time i saw it up in virginia and he was a retired coast guard 06 and uh, i got to go to his retirement i was the army representation at his retirement because he had friends in like every branch of service nice and when he retired uh he came to me and he was like you're my only army friend will you come to my retirement and i was like do i have to wear my uniform he's like i really like you too and i was like fuck <laughs> so I had to drop like yeah. 300 bucks on my class A's yeah. to get them updated so I could actually wear them to this fucking retirement but it was cool you should be able to just staple your DD214 to your pocket at that time right like, <laughs> but uh, it was cool we went and uh, they had set up the retirement he had reserved the front uh, six seats so that there was one from one of one uniform of every service that that's, was sitting in the front row that's pretty bad it was pretty cool and yeah. I mean it was in he coined us all and yeah. but we were all there and so uh, when you retired they had us all stand and right. it was pretty dope like yeah. it was a cool way to do it yeah but uh i went to his he was a friend of mine and i went to his house and the first time i went to his house you open up the front door and the way it was formatted was the staircase was in like the middle of the house so when you open the front door the staircase was sideways so normally you would look at just the wall oh, for yeah. the staircase but instead his had a glass door with his family crest and gold foil on the door of this glass door and it was this walk-in humidor in the house and i was like nice that's a baller move like people have wine cellars or yeah. people have this that and the other this dude had a walk-in humidor in the middle of his house and yeah. i was like yep i mean it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't this big right yeah. oh yeah yeah whatever but nobody needs it that big for their house but a walk-in humidor in your house that's yeah. baller mode yeah. like so uh but this one story house it's fine I'll, I'll stick with my cabin humidor it's fine i was gonna put it in my office yeah and my wife was like no it's pretty we're putting it out <laughs> and i was like okay like you're not gonna get any arguments out of me yeah. like put that bitch wherever you want it so speaking of branches of service uh-oh you guys remember i don't know i can't remember when it happened it was a couple of years ago when uh trump enacted the space force mm -hmm. and everybody was like you know, what are they going to do, fight aliens? And, you know, even news channels were just like, oh, what the fuck? And then a couple of days ago, China decided to, uh, well, unofficially, play around with a hypersonic rocket that orbits the Earth in space that can drop bombs anywhere and change directions at any moment, and it's not in an orbit. So, yeah. So I think Trump is ahead of the curve of the Space Force thing there. Or, or a little behind. The well, the thing is, is that a lot of the Space Force thing is carryover from uh, Operation Star Wars from Reagan, which was the whole, like, if you control space, 
then you can see everything that's going on. And yeah. the, that program was supposed to essentially continue to proliferate and still until it became like space force, like space based weaponry. And that's where all the concept of like dropping tungsten rods from space and all that Fucking shit came from. Beams. And now we're literally living in that world. When you can send William Shatner to space and it's like public knowledge because the dude that runs Amazon can launch you into fucking space now in a, a dick shaped rocket, in a dick shaped rocket. And literally with the engineers that built that thing that came forward was like, there's no way I'd ride in this thing. Like there's no fucking <laughs> the people that built it were like, nope, that would be like fucking like that. The Dodge Demon comes out and the people that designed it went, I'm no way I'm not getting in that car. That's just because there are a bunch of beta people that work for Amazon. Think about this. Well, they're, I mean, they're quite literally like, you know, rocket scientists. Yes, you can have, <laughs> but, you know, so, but you can have rocket scientists in, in or that, you can have rocket scientists with giant brass balls. In regards to rocket scientists, I worked at a bar and the guy who owned the bar in Arizona, uh, his name's Corey. Uh, he was uh, an officer in the army, flew Apache helicopters. He was literally a fucking rocket scientist. And the moment I found that out, oh, God, the shit talking did not ever end. You guys know Omar, right? Yeah. Omar. That owns Fratello Cigars. Yeah, yeah, Omar's a fucking rocket scientist. Omar worked for, he was a rocket scientist for NASA. Yeah. And literally left his, left his career as a rocket yeah. scientist for NASA to start his cigar company. See, John? We're not too stupid. No, we're smart. No. <laughs> we could be rocket scientists, but instead we just wanted the cigars. Yeah, hey, yeah hey. you skipped the you know a rocket a rocket scientist that started a cigar company. We're a bunch of dumb infantry guys. Just saying. Uh, who's, aren't who's, that who's, dumb. who's who's if you look at the, your your particular field, who's the smarter ones here? Well, I, yeah, right. I think that's us. Yeah, I think so. Well, that's yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not smart. Actually, I mean, I like no, Omar, so I don't think if you talk about that, that's a great fucking <laughs> Omar will make anybody feel small, though. Oh, yeah, that's the only a, problem with talking to Omar is like he, I don't give a fuck how big you are. Then you walk next to Omar, and it's like he's a giant. Yeah. Jesus, but he's a giant and the biggest teddy bear you'll ever meet in your yeah. life. Like he's one of the nicest dudes ever, and he makes good cigars. But uh, he was literally a rocket scientist for NASA, and now he runs a cigar company. So, yeah. But I don't know of any rocket scientists that have actually gotten in the rocket. No, because they're smart <laughs> enough. To be like, I'm not getting <laughs> they're in like, that no, dude, thing. that's a controlled explosion uh, uh. into space. So like, we're nope. I'm not getting on that. But it's not going to happen. Well, nope. But uh, like, how many horsepower does a rocket? No, you guys are wrong. Fucking spaceship. You guys are wrong. There, I know of one. Who? The the flat earther who built his own rocket. He got <laughs> into it. <laughs> well, we all know how that uh -huh. ended. Right? It was great though. It was epic. But he's not a rocket scientist. Uh, no, 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 like, no, that was a he's that a was rocket builder. Yeah, that was a dude that. Yeah, that was one of yeah. those giant rocket okay. kits that like <laughs> testers used to make, and he strapped like a Volkswagen to the front of it and was like, "Let's go!" <laughs> Pretty sure that was a propane tank and a and a fucking beetle. Jeez. Okay, I I got a question for you guys. What's up? And for all the the auto car guys that are out there, how much horsepower do you think a spaceship has? Well, I don't know if they measure it in horsepower. Well, it's measured oh, in no, thrust, they not. Yeah, but there's a so math a conversion ratio that, you that you're actually looking that at. But oh, you're probably in the. Oh, it's gonna it's gonna be something stupid like the, 21 million horsepower. I bet or some it's pushing a billion. Nonsense. Okay, so well, let's. Well, because escape velocity is like 21,000 miles an hour or something let, like that that you have to hit to let's, escape. Let's work on a little orbit. smaller number. Where do you think the fuel pump 
produces for horsepower. <laughs> They're okay. All right. Okay. So now when you're talking about just just components producing horsepower. Just, yes. <laughs> the fuel pump. Oh, my God. I don't know, but I want to know. 71,000 horsepower is the fuel pump. That So a top fuel dragster. I'm supposed to read that from here? Are you fucking... No, the- Uno Hobuske, what the fuck are you doing? The, the three space You're showing shuttle, me a phone three from space 15 shuttle, feet away. Three space shuttle main engines will generate the equivalent of about 37 million horsepower. Oh, I said 21 million. Yeah, yeah. you're close. But when your fuel pump kicks out 71,000 <laughs> and your oxygen pump delivers 23,000 horsepower. Like, wait, wait. Well, that's why they say it's not uncommon for you to pass out. I want to see a 71,000 horsepower fuel pump. I want to see it. Right. Well, it's so it's it's the equivalent of because they it's it, it has to be conversion because what you're talking about yeah, is like cyclic yeah. rate because they measure it in thrust. They don't measure it. in it's just a torque. Yeah, they measure it's it a pounds torque of ratio. Thrust. It's pounds of thrust because it's not. Yeah. That one that John's talking about has a combined thrust of five point three million pounds. There you go. Of just thrust. Yeah. So you turn it on and it's like pushing five point three million pounds. Into the fire that pushes thirty seven. Well, no, no, it's, no, it's pushing that against the earth. Yeah, so no, it's no, five point three million. Pump. It's just pushing the fuel into yes. the thing that. that makes yeah, that's, the that, that's but that's not. Yeah, that's not the fi- uh, five point three million. Well, sort of because we also now launch with like external fuel and yeah. like the pods and all that. Like I, Omar, right now, if he's listening, he thinks we are retarded. He's, he's like, not yeah, listening. You guys thought you were yeah. smart. <laughs> you guys are definitely infantry. I guarantee guys. you, Omar would be on the show if we could ever get him in town. Oh yeah, Omar's a great fucking dude. Like, can I take that fuel pump and put it in my truck? I think you should put I, it on your bike. I kind of feel like I do have that one in my truck. <laughs> your no, I don't want insane. it. To, I don't want it with my fuel. I want it. I want to like hook it up like Tesla does, and just directly to the wheels. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking, uh, just watch it melt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had tires. <laughs> but- What'd you try to do? Put it in drive. <laughs> I didn't really realize how big Scott's truck was till I was driving that fucking twenty six foot U haul, and we oh it's the same size. We were at a light, <laughs> and he pulled up next size. to me, and it, I was like, th- my window was like this much above his window, and I was like, holy shit, <laughs> that, is, that is a big goddamn truck. Like, but I was sitting there fucking, I was making fun of his kid because his kid was in the passenger seat. I was sitting there like giving him the bird and like fucking telling him I was watching him and shit. <laughs> My jank ass U hauls all bent on one side. <laughs> Scott got his comeback though. Yeah, he just showed up in that big ass truck and he was like, "You fucking X six fifty drivers, thank you for <laughs> fucking driving the fuck you want to. Driving like an asshole on the road to San Antonio. Well played." I'm like, "Look at the side of this." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, fucking, I'm not gonna lie. When it was empty and I was bringing it back down sixteen oh four. I fucking had that thing floored. I was sending this thing. You doing what, 65? It was like 75 (laughs) miles, and I was passing people in a 26-foot U-Haul, and I was like, fuck it. If the other super duties can do it, I'm doing it, too. (laughs) That feels good, doesn't it? No, I felt like an asshole. (laughs) And then I almost wrecked it going back because some F-250 cut me off on 1604, Uh, and I literally had to, like, dodge lanes and shit in this thing. Rubbin's racing. (laughs) In all fairness, that 250 almost wrecked, like, 10 other cars when he did it because... Apparently, you what don't realize that 35 and 1604 are going to meet at some point. Was it red? No, it was silver. Okay. You were out of town. Okay. I wouldn't. <laughs> Yours is kind of common, though. I fucking see that thing everywhere. Yeah. yeah. That red color? Yep. So, but no blue cord, so I know it's not you. Yep. Yeah. 
Gotta up that douche quote. That's I, got, I know it's you. I got my blacked out windows, but I did notice that I have a Texas certified tent sticker in my blacked out windows. I was nice. like, fuck yeah. My cop ever pulls me over. Oh, dealership did it. <laughs> have you seen that color changing windshield film that you can get now? No. So, you know, those like transitions lenses, like the glasses okay. that'll turn into it's that for your fucking windshield. Oh, so you go out in the sun and it darkens. And then when it goes to night, it goes clear. Oh, it's like a transition. That's what he just yeah. said. No, I know. Exactly yeah, what he yeah. just said. If you weren't so pretty, I'd burn you with a cigar. Oh, that's <laughs> the only thing that's keeping me alive this far. <laughs> so uh, you went hunting. I did. Well, uh, sort of. You sat next to other people I, while yes, they hunted. I did. did they actually get anything? They did. Uh, so I went on a hero sports hunt uh, over the weekend, and they hosted um, – a group of guys from the 69th Infantry Regiment out of New York State. It's a National Guard unit out there. Okay, I want to go uh, pee during his story because he didn't listen to me either. So that's fine. <laughs> um, but uh, a lot of cool history about that unit. Um, they actually have a book out about their platoon. Uh, they got some crazy shit. Like they uh, they fucking smoke some uh, Italian spy. Mm. Yeah, and uh, so I guess I guess what happened was was that uh. I think the Italians are on our side, but yeah, no. So and once I, once I explain the story, you'll kind of understand why and how it happened, but you probably might even remember it. So there's an Italian uh, journalist that was like anti-war, anti-US uh, pro-communism. And Sounds so like most Italians, right. And so all she wanted to do was go interview like all the, the bad people. And, uh, and write a story bashing everybody that's involved in, right. you know, everything that's going on. So uh, I guess she set up this meeting and everybody told her, like, do not go do that. You will be kidnapped. And she's like, no, no, no. Lo and behold, she walked in the door, kidnapped. Um, so I don't know how they broke it through release, but I guess they got some major general from the Italian intelligence agency or some shit to fucking go get her. So it was that dude, a driver and the chick in a vehicle. They were told once you secure the package, the, the journalist do not stop for anybody, including checkpoints and gates and get back on this base. Well, they told the guys from the 69th, Hey, we have a high profile, uh, somebody from, <laughs> from the government of the United States coming in. All gates are shut down. Do not let a single soul, U.S., foreign, doesn't matter, through the gates. And they're like, Roger. So here comes this fucking car with the journalist, the fucking Italian spy, and their driver hauling ass to the fucking gate. And they're fucking, all the loudspeakers, stop, 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 turn around, the fucking signs, lights flashing, the whole fucking nine, warning shots and all. And all they did was speed up. So they just fucking opened up with belt feds. And uh, fucking smoked him, except for, <laughs> except for the driver. And uh, so the, pretty much the whole time, the driver's like, you know, all he was doing is telling me not to stop and to go. And I know I was supposed to stop, but I have to listen, you know, like, yeah. So um, their call sign was uh, assassin, whatever, assassin 2-6, assassin, yeah. you know. So they literally thought that they were hired to assassinate the journalist and the <laughs> Italian fucking intelligence dude. And one of the dudes, one of their gunners was found guilty of murder in Italy and 
essentially can't leave the United States because of extradition. And if he fucking passes through any radar and gets fucking flagged, he's, he's getting going to sent Italian to, prison. Exactly. Holy yeah. Shit. And so, yeah, it's like, I was like, oh, we're hosting a fucking guard unit from New York. Woohoo. And then I sit down and start talking with these boys and I'm just like, fuck yes. <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> a high awesome. price 69 job. Right. Um, but no, it was great. Uh, um, so they had four guys come down and, uh, they got, everyone got a whitetail. Two guys got uh, hogs, um, and then that was about it. We were looking for predators and anything else we could find, but uh, I mean, it's still hot in South Texas. Yeah. So it's fucking hot here. It's it was hot. Fucking there. end of October. The mornings, was... morning sits were nice. Then the afternoon sits, fuck. Yeah. It, was, it was ninety it was degrees today with like ninety percent humidity. I'm like, it's it's the end of October. That's, like, can we knock it the fu- fuck off, please? No, no, it's fine with me. It's snowy in other parts of the country. Yeah, fuck. That. I appreciate this. Yeah, I'll be freezing my ass off next weekend. It'll be fun, though. I'll be up in Colorado. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be good. It'll be good. So it's going to be, we're really going to be roughing it. Um, I got, I just, we started a group text today with the guys that are going to try to figure out who's bringing what and what, you know, all that fun stuff. And uh, so food wise, I'm like, oh, fuck, we're going to be up in the mountains, of Colorado. We're going to be fucking, you know, humping miles every day and all this shit. Like I'm going to get these uh, like the peak fucking nutrition, like dehydrated meals. You just pour hot water and stir. I'm like, that's going to be whatever. But at least it'll give me energy. And then the group text. Let's see. Uh, we're going to have lasagna, steaks, pork, green chili, um, twice baked potatoes, breakfast, quiche, uh, <laughs> axis, whitetail. Uh, some elk from last year. That sounds rough. <laughs> yeah, it's going to suck. I don't know how you're going to put up with that. Yep. It's going to be a rough one. You should still bring your MRE so they can laugh at you. I might br- I might bring a couple. <laughs> Just be <laughs> like, I brought food, guys. <laughs> you guys. Uh... <laughs> so yesterday, I was out running errands, and I saw my first demon on the road. Like the true yeah. Yeah. demon. And there was a just the scat pack version or whatever that was right behind it. And I was like, what the fuck's going on here? And I, I thought maybe like they were test driving it. So they had like a follow car or whatever. But then I looked and it had like full plates and all that. And I was like, okay, so it's like dude actually has this car. So they're coming off the access road from 1604 to 35 heading southbound. And I'm following behind them. So they do that. I'm following behind them. And the scat pack thing is sitting there like dumping the clutch on it, like trying to get this demon to play along. It gets out and they're next to each other and the demon hit it and completely lost it. Just and the scat pack just fucking dumped it and dusted him. And I was like, must have been a there you go. I guarantee you the guy in the demon used to own a Mustang. Probably. But I was like, there you go. There's proof positive that it doesn't matter how much power you have if you can't drive the motherfucker. But it was, and I'm sitting there in my mini, yeah. and I passed to the demon, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I just, "That's when I wish my car did sound like that, where I could just pass and be like, meet me." This thing was like he was almost full sideways, going 35 southbound, and I was like, when I was in Arizona uh, riding motorcycles all the time, I put one of those little uh, bicycle bells. Bling bling. Yep. <laughs> put one of those on my motorcycle. And every clubhouse I pulled up to, everyone's standing outside. I fucking pull up, 
strap the bike up, put the kickstand down, bing, bing, get off the bike. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're supposed to rev it up, you know, <laughs> yeah. make, make sure it's going. Make There's sure it's a guy in, my, in the social club I belong to for minis or whatever that put a fucking full air horn in the front of his mini. And it's, <laughs> and I was talking, I made a comment. I was like, what the fuck? And he was like, the car and he drives an r53 which is like one of the smallest ones and he's got it even lower and yeah all that kind of stuff he's like nobody sees me <laughs> so i got a horn where everybody knows where i am so he's got this thing and it's like a one of those it's a twin horn and he's got it in, in the front grill in front of the yeah. and, and he hit that thing and it was just like whoa i was like holy <laughs> shit like, i was like i kind of want to put that on my car now <laughs> like, just they make a train horn kit for our trucks. I had one on my five ton. It's a, it's a spare tire delete kit. It mm. goes in place of the spare tire. Uh, but the cool thing about it is, so if you get end up doing air ride suspension, you can run your horns off the compressor for the air ride. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so it's a true air horn? Oh, it's a train horn. Yeah, this like guy It takes has... up the whole back. It fucking... Is it like the one of the hydraulic thing that folds out? You seen that, that one? That would be... <laughs> <laughs> seeing that one, that would be pretty fun. I saw actually... Uh, was it TikTok? I think it was TikTok that I saw it on, but it was a an F three fifty, and he had one the same kind of rear bumper that you do. Yeah, but all the way across it, he had these freaking light blocks yeah. that went, and he had a button in his dash, and it was an anti tailgate button. So when people would get close, he would hit this thing, and like the sun unlocked from the oh, back yeah. of this yeah. truck. I, I've, done, I've done that, <laughs> and it just—I mean—but he literally had wired it to a button. It didn't, it didn't trigger anything else in the car. You just hit that. Yeah. And it was, he said it was like something like 500,000 lumens that lit up off the back of this thing. And he was That'll like, work. people back up. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, I've, holy I've, shit. I've, I've used mine. Yeah. I think I told this story when you weren't here that day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but just blinding yeah. people? Well, one guy was being a complete douchebag in traffic and right on my ass. So I gave him the old God lights. And was it a Dodge Ram? No, it was a. It was a Mini. Yeah, it's probably a mini. <laughs> it wouldn't have bugged us. We're fucking underneath your bumper. So right. You're fucking, it's like, oh, the fucking sun's coming up. It didn't even hit my car. <laughs> I had to see it through my sunroof. <laughs> we need to put a ramp on the back of your car so I can just drive How much into did the your bed. car weigh? Wet? Yeah. Like 3,200? gonna say if i get that bed cover <laughs> <laughs> my old mini my old mini could have done it yeah it only it, it holds 1600 no i wouldn't have done it yeah. my old mini was only like you 20, know, like an mg midget 2400 pounds or something like that you need old school like mg midget or something that could fit up there how wide's the bed on your truck Standard uh, no, yeah. so his truck and my truck are the same except he has wider hips yeah I think I got a longer bed. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You got the eight foot and I got yeah. a six nine. Yeah. Oh, so I could lengthways I could fit in your yeah, yeah. bed. Not your, with your car's less than eight feet long. Mm-hmm. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Our side by side's bigger than that. <laughs> I bet it is bigger. It, I it's guarantee it has a bigger it's footprint. Definitely taller. Oh, it's yeah. probably wider too. Yeah. I know it's longer. I mean I drive it's like a, thirteen. I drive and a, a feet. mini. <laughs> it's in yeah. the name man yeah. <laughs> like we have a defender max <laughs> <laughs> so the name literally has the opposite of my car the horsepower is probably similar how much horsepower is in your defender mm. 87 yeah oh no just have 100 i'm 240 right now okay oh wait till i get mine it'll be close yeah 
Yeah, you, <laughs> no, you might beat them. <laughs> so the goal is 310, which I can do with bolt-ons. So. Yeah. There's a lot of things you can do with bolt-ons. Yeah. A lot of things you can do with strap-ons, too. <laughs> well, I went south quick. <laughs> <laughs> we were working a little further north on that one. <laughs> Start in the shower. Yeah. Where's Mikey when you need him? Yeah, speaking of Mikey, Mikey and Dave are down in good old Palaka, Florida for uh, Ron Canopy Parachute Team. Oh, we'll uh, Operation Black week. Cat. Yeah. Uh, Dave's going to get thrown out of a airplane, and I'm not even going to say perfectly good because I've been in the planes down there, and they're fucking... Dave's like, we were talking the other day, and he's like, you know, what should I expect? And I was like, well... Wind. The scariest moment is going to be from takeoff to you hit 500 feet. <laughs> and he's like, why? What? And I'm like, well, fi- you have to be at least 500 feet in elevation before you can actually leave the air- the aircraft and have your chute open before you hit the ground. I was like, so from takeoff to 500 feet, that's when shit goes wrong. And there's nothing that you can fucking do. As like, and you'll see as soon as you get in that first plane and it goes to take off, you're going to be like, fuck my life. And uh, it's like, yeah, like getting into 1984 fucking. All it's used Chevy for is pickup. to fucking throw people out of it. Yeah. Like it's not. I mean, it, it is very well maintained mechanically. Oh, I'm sure. But there are zero creature comforts. Yeah. And like as soon as they fucking throttle up to take off, the whole fucking thing rattles. You think the fucking windows are going to fall out and the roof's coming off and you don't even know the wings fucking hanging on. Like, well, they have to bad. flap. I know. That's how they take off. But uh, yeah, I might skip next week because I've heard this story. From Palatka about yeah. a dozen times now. And I'm like, so what happened? You got in a plane, it went up, and you jumped out? Yeah. Is that, did hit, I get the whole story? Yep, and then I hit the Is ground. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the new house, we're in the like turn area for the, it, the, the, the prop, single engine prop the props, planes. Yeah. It's dope. And they sound amazing. Yeah. And they're only flying at like 200 feet. Yep. So they're like turning right over my house. And it's all these cool banks. Yeah. Today I was sitting out there fucking pre gaming for the show. And there was three of them and they're like doing all these turns and shit. And the sound is just awesome. Yeah, Cause yeah. it's not the, it's not the deafening jet roar. Cause they're in the, they're yeah. the training planes. It's a turboprop. Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, yeah, it's all the single engine turboprop stuff, but I live on the side of JVSA that the strip is just the turboprops. It's the other side of JVSA that has where the jets take off. Yeah. So I just get all the cool, like, like, this is fucking awesome. I was sitting out there smoking a cigar, just watching birds like fucking fly around. But uh, my buddy lives on the other side and so I've I, sat on his back patio and you'll be out there mid conversation and it's just, yeah. you just got to wait for them to leave. And then you're like, okay, so. So okay. I was talking to a, I ran into my camper to a couple uh pilots. Um, and Ooh. so I'm like, oh, you guys from Randolph? They're like, no, we're from. <laughs> wherever right and uh uh they were telling me that that is just instructor pilot training really yeah it's not cool it's not all it's not students it's instructor pilot training that makes sense yeah huh so so the guy you're gonna tell the best part about the guys oh yeah yeah (laughs) i will tell this story and i hope they listen to this podcast (laughs) so did you tell them about the podcast I did not, uh, but they they were in here. They might have, I don't know, whatever. But uh, so they drop off the campers, three officers, right, um, that are C-130 pilots, and uh, drop off the camper, camper on the road so I could just hook up and take it home. And uh, 
uh, they had the brake disconnect hook. Like it, it's so, an emergency brake. Yeah. So, so the, the trailer breaks that, away. It it pulls out and pulls the brake thing to hit the brakes on the camper so it doesn't right. careen into people and whatever, right? But he had it hooked up to his safety pin that held his pin to his hitch on. So it's hooked like up the to the cotter pin. So it's hooked up to the cotter pin, right? And so I seen this and I'm like, I stop because I'm unhooking it for him, you know. And they're unloading some stuff and I, I wave them over here. I'm like, as a former infantry NCO, every chance I get to like correct an officer. Correct an officer, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna take advantage of. And I just want you to look at this. And uh said so it's probably not gonna work as design. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but he thought he was a good sport about it. It's one of my favorite parts about now having an older retired officer father mm. is every time he can't figure something out. My go-to phrase is like, all right, sir, if you want to sit down and roll the block of instruction. Because <laughs> <laughs> my brother and I were the only ones that went NCO. Yeah. So everybody else, literally everybody else commissioned. Yeah. So being able to pull the NCO card on any member of my officer family is yeah, it's joyful. Yeah. Well, I seen the other day, uh, our, our partner there, Vince, uh, retired. retired yeah. A couple days ago. It did. Yeah. Yeah. Retired from the army. Yeah. How long was he in? Uh, Almost oh, 20. Uh, over 20. Was it? Well, he well, you can't retire sub 20. No. Uh, so, yeah, so. You can medically retire. No, I think he was over 20. Yeah. Yeah. Well, retired and medically discharged. Or no, it was, a, it was, he posted his retirement certificate. Yeah. No, so, it was, so at least 20. Mm-hmm. He was a ranger bat guy, right? Yeah. yeah. I think he was in second bat. It's like when I love to fill stuff out and they don't just have like a, and they ask if you ever served. But they don't have just like a separated thing. It's just like retired. It's like I didn't retire. I know. <laughs> like, I just no. I just got out. Like there's yeah, there's a difference. Yeah. Like no, I didn't retire from the military. I just quit. <laughs> 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 they al- I, I quit when they allowed me to quit. Yeah. yeah. They were like, yeah. hey, you want to keep doing this shit? Yeah, and I was like, you can no. go or you can quit. <laughs> that wow. was it. Yeah. <laughs> It's either two decades or you quit. Like that's, those are the only two th- options. Like there's no. Yeah. But veterans don't want to say that they just quit the military. Uh, I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I got no qualms with that. I wouldn't really say that I quit. I just didn't want to keep doing it. That's quitting. It's no, a definition really. of quit. Because <laughs> like, I, I didn't have to keep doing it. Yeah. You didn't quit mid. Right, you served your contract. Yeah, but you had the option to either keep going or quit. But like those were the two options that you were given. You could either theory, re-up yes, or quit. <laughs> like in theory, that is true. In reality, no, no, it's not just keep no, no. going. You just didn't renew your contract. Yeah, there you go. I'm yeah. seeking other options. I didn't sign another piece of paper that says I can't quit for X number of years. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out this indentured servitude shit sucks. <laughs> right? Like, you know what? 
I want to defend the country that has the best freedoms in the world by giving up all my freedoms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is going to be so much fun. Right. <laughs> yep. But it was fun. I had a great oh, time. Oh, I had a great time. I have no regrets. But I most definitely quit. It was like, would you like to do more? And I'm like, no, I'm fucking out. Where do I sign? <laughs> where, where do I, where don't I sign? Yeah. No, you got to sign one last time. Oh, and that's yeah, on your yeah. DD-214. That's it. Yeah. And then it's fucking deuces. Well, and then about a thousand times in your clearing paperwork. Yeah. My, my most favorite signature out of all the signatures I had to do was the last one I ever had to do at CIF when I turned in all yeah. my shit. And I'm like, fuck you. I kept all my shit because I had a permanent clothing record. I was yeah. the first batch of the people with a permanent clothing record. So if you changed units, you didn't go turn all your gear into your current units. So go you, to a new unit. you just take all your stuff with you. Well, because I was the first iteration and it was also when the branches went purple. So it was supposed to be this universal record where any branch of oh. service could see your shit. All of us. None of our clothing records and our equipment records were filed anywhere. Nice. So nobody had any record that we had anything. <laughs> so literally when I exited, they were like, all right, you're good to go. And I was like, thanks. I'm good to go. They're like, yeah, you're good to go. And I was like, all right. So yeah, literally all my, everything, all my TA 50, everything that was in my possession yeah. just stayed in my possession. Huh. I sold most of it. But. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, not very useful. I have a. I don't know. I got some. Bucks I got for my A class wasn't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I got some old school shit. I got old K pot, LBV, know. LBE. Yeah. Uh, I got like five wool blankets. Like what the? F- I'm never gonna fucking use these. They're just packing lists. Oh, you could have used them for moving. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's what they'd be good well, They were for. buried in a box somewhere. <laughs> Damn, the army got even more petty since you got out because I had to turn in my wool blanket. Really? Got, yeah, last year I had to turn in my wool blanket. Oh, well, it's because you didn't use it. No, Justin. No, I definitely used that bitch. The difference was when you're active duty, you have all the stuff you were issued, and then you buy a complete set of everything you were issued. And then you go to the field and you train with one set. Ah. And you keep the other set for inspections. Just for inspections and layouts. And that's and schools. It. That's literally oh, the only ahead. reason you what have you it. Change? So I had a full set too. But, What'd you have yeah. My wool blanket. Yeah, my uh, my when I went to go turn all my shit in, they why were the like, fuck did you, you still have, have possession of Because I had, well, I was like, I wonder if they're gonna have to make me turn this in, and came in handy because if I would have had to buy a wool blanket, I would have burned that entire drill hole down, <laughs> just lit the whole bitch up. Yeah, so I couldn't believe I got, that. I got invited if if I'm ever in New York City, I got invited to the 69th Infantry Regiment, uh, drill fucking whatever they call it, um, barracks, no. The armory, armory, yeah. Drill and hall, so now this armory has an unbelievable amount of history in it. Like they have an original picture of uh, Teddy Roosevelt. They have, um, I can't remember all kinds of shit. Yeah, but it's pretty cool. Like they rent it out when they're not doing drill. They rent it out for events. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> um. Yeah, good dudes. One of the guys I found out after the trip, one of the dudes is a retired Sar- sergeant major. And uh, and I was talking all kinds of shit about senior NCOs the whole time. That's <laughs> funny. I didn't know. I didn't know. Um, but it was pretty cool. They A uh, bunch of good dudes. Um, well, you know how we feel about good dudes around there. Yeah. yeah. So, boys, before we, uh, before we wrap this bitch up, I just got one thing to say real quick, and that's uh, Ghost Rose. Fucking AOCS champions. Going to the the series. series. Hey. Yay.
which is a very funny thing because they're playing the Braves. Now, the Braves were Atlanta was supposed to host the All-Star game. And because uh, of political yeah. bullshit that was going on in inside the state yeah. and they the city, they moved it the, yep. to Colorado. Well, now they're playing the World Series in Atlanta. Oh, that's not right. Right? Well, I mean, they go back and forth yeah. because yeah. they're the you know, home team. There's nothing that they can do yeah. about it. They can't move it to somebody else's you know, yeah. stadium. Like, I believe it's how it works. two in Houston, then two in Atlanta, then back to It should be 2-2-1-1-1. Two, two, one, one, one. Yeah. 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 But uh, I'm hoping it's are the two two in Atlanta wins. Are the games what once a week? No, they're like every other day. Yeah, so it'll they be start a, tomorrow. So it'll mm. be like play, play, break day, play, break day, play, play, and travel day. Yeah. So, I'm not gonna lie. I was really hoping that the Dodgers were gonna beat the Braves because I just wanted to see the benches clear every single game, <laughs> all seven games. I knew the benches were gonna clear, and I was yeah. just really looking forward to that. The Dodgers like to fight. The Doyers, Los Doyers. But, uh, they had no bullpen, so there was no fucking way. Like they had, they have four pitchers. Three of them were hurt, so they were yeah they were dead in the water. But we'll see. Anyways, I'll raise my glass. Yeah. All right, cheers. Say thank you to you boys for being my freedom friends. So uh, remember, tell your mom. Tell your friends. Tell your fucking mom's friends. (laughs) (laughs) That uh, there's a mediocre show out there. And uh, we're still looking for a butt scarf for Dave. So uh, if you have any recommendations, go ahead and send those in. Sometimes I think we're looking harder for that than Dave's looking. Well, you know. Gotta look out for your buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, yeah. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the meantime, here. visit warfightertobacco.com. Use that code FTFO, get 15% off. Uh, wellness.us, use that code FreedomFriends25 and get a quarter off your order over there. And uh, just remember these three little words of wisdom smoke on, drink on, and god damn it, boys, freedom, freedom the, the fuck, fuck on. on. See you later.